Hello, this is Mixing Up with Mixer, an autistic broadcast. My name is Keith the Artist. Today we're at Mixer, students in Lincoln Park, Michigan. I'd like to introduce our guest, Gerald Valley. He's a professional skateboarder and a motivational speaker. Today we're talking about his new life, his thoughts on Mixer, and hear his advice on broadcasting for beginners. Let's get started. Hi, Gerald. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. Thanks for having me, Keith, and thanks to everybody for having me here. We're almost like family at this point. I've been here a couple times, and uh, and I have to comment on you because last time I was here, I saw some of your artwork, and you are a pretty incredible artist. Thank you. Anyway, <laughs> we in the Mixer program saw your Facebook posts. That's your nephew and niece were holding a skateboard with Frankenstein on there on your birthday. Did you like your skateboard as well? Yes, we had a, uh, my birthday is always an important time for me because I just try to do something I really enjoy. And I've been skateboarding over 40 years now and it's still fun for me. It's still the same thing as it was when I was 11 years old when I started. And so to be able to share that with the next generation coming up is awesome. And I got to do that on my birthday. Are you an artist like me? Yes, sir. I've been drawing since I was about five years old, and I studied design at Wayne State University. And many of my skateboards and the different things that I do, I drew those pictures. But I'm still a little old school, Keith. I still draw with a pen on paper. I, I don't draw on a computer screen. So still draw the same way I always have, but I really enjoy it. And it's a great, I'd say, like almost therapeutic for me to draw. It's the same thing like me. I just do my own artwork and do some drawing here and there. Maybe do some digital things too. Yeah, I think I saw your paintings. Uh, you were painting when we met last time, and I was totally impressed. We could do a whole show about your artwork. Maybe we'll do that next time. Sure thing, <laughs> sure thing. <laughs> What's your favorite type of media, such as video games, movies, board games, music, or any other broadcasts? I'm going to go with music and broadcast because I also play the drums. I've played on a couple punk rock records, and I still play. Uh, so I really enjoy the activity of playing the drums and the creativity. Um, and then, pod, you know, broadcast. I like doing podcasts and, and things like that and try to reach a wider audience with a, a motivational, positive message. Okay, okay. As for me, I do like a lot of video games. What's your favorite? Sonic Adventure 1. Ah, oh, yeah. Is that Sonic the Hedgehog? Yes. Oh, sweet. Sweet. That's cool. What started your on the field on mo emotional speaking? Um, actually, that's a great question. In 2007, I started working with an organization in the extreme sports community, and they needed uh, community outreach uh, the week before an event. So I said, I'll do it. I just raised my hand. I'll do it. And I started uh, promoting our events in different towns. And that has dovetailed into, uh, I've written a couple books and now uh, being a little more educated and, and learning through life. I started speaking on stages to share some of those experiences to try to help others maybe navigate the tough times. And I haven't looked back since. I've been fortunate to speak all around the country and continue to put out uh, a message of hope and positivity. That's very good, man. That's very good. 
Anyway, thank you for talking to me. I'll pass to the interview with Philip. This is Keith Andrew, the artist, signing out. Thank you, Keith. Hey guys, this is Philip, and today I'll enjoy to speak to Gerald Valley today. So, Gerald, do you have any hobbies other than skateboarding? I don't think we have enough time on this on this show to talk about them all, because uh, I try to I really try to experience life. So I try a little bit of everything. You know, I still love playing hockey. I've been playing ice hockey since I was four years old. I still get to get on the ice here and there. We talked, uh, Keith and I were talking about artwork. I still love to draw pictures, play my drums, get out in nature. I guess I have a lot of, I have enough hobbies probably for everybody in this room. But So I, mostly everything. Yeah, a little bit of everything. I try to experience it all. And speaking of hobbies, are there any new projects that might interest us? If yes, can you tell us about them? New projects. Um, I do own a clothing brand called Purple Heart. And we have been seeing a big flow of people really enjoying it. So I started a group called uh, Meetup, where it, we just meet up and share our positive stories. That's it. Like, just meet up, support each other, share stories of overcoming. Everybody is welcome. And we have our second one this Saturday. And it's awesome. Awesome. Every walk of life is showing up, and it's an opportunity to be heard. And even if you don't want to even share, you can come and just hang out because it's positive people supporting each other. And so I'm pretty excited about that. Oh, it's at Modern Skate and Surf in Royal Oak from 1 to 3 o'clock on Saturday. And yeah, it's, I even got some little purple amethyst stones for people who share. They can have one because for a long time I would carry a stone in my pocket. And every time I touched it, it would remind me what I needed to be reminded. And at the time, I was trying to be as, have as much gratitude for every day as I could. So every time I put my hand in my pocket, touch that stone, I thought of gratitude. What are you thankful for right now? And um, my girlfriend, Jennifer, got a whole bag of amethyst stone purple hearts that I can share with people to maybe help them, remind them of the, the good things in life. Wait a minute. You, you have a girlfriend? I do. Nice. I do. Congrats. Yeah. Okay. What are your fa some of your favorite podcasts that you listen to? Um, mixing it up with Mixter. That's obviously number one. Number two is I just came across a podcast, and I think it's called Why, W-H-Y. I think that's what it was called. But it's a guy who talks about, and he has this fish next to him called Hecklefish. And the fish actually, if you watch it, the fish actually has like a little mouth and heckles him. But he talks about these really strange things in the world and he gives you the facts and maybe some other information that might not be factual and he lets you make your own choice at the end of, of what you believe about this thing. And I, it's just been really got me thinking and so I've really been enjoying that one. The hecklefish is hilarious though. He is so funny. I listened to it the first time, and I didn't realize it was a real fish if you watch it on YouTube. And I'll try to remember. In about two minutes, I'll probably remember the name of it because I've had quite a few concussions, and I still try to work on my memory, but it has about a one- or two-minute lag sometimes. <laughs> okay. Since you like skateboarding, I wanted to know who is better at that, and I'm talking either you or Tony Hawk. I bet if you ask him that same question, he, he would give a similar answer that one of the greatest things about skateboarding 
is no matter how you do it, no matter what uniform you're wearing, no matter what color your hair is, what color your skin is, what gender you are, as long as you're having a good time and smiling, I think that's the goal. And so you can win contests and you can do all the crazy stuff. Tony Hawk is incredible. And he is a great representative for skateboarding as a whole. But ultimately, if you get out and roll around and smile, you are the best. <laughs> That's what I think anyway. Okay. Do you have any advice for us as podcasters for us to become better at what we do? Or so that we can get more people to tune into our podcast? I bet you have um, an answer to that. The couple things I can say is be consistent. If you're putting out shows every week, continue to put out, or every month, put out shows every month because people like me will expect that. So being consistent helps build a good audience and loving what you do, being passionate about what you do because they will feel that through the speakers or through the screen. When you love what you do, people will, will radiate towards you and you guys are doing a great job. Nice. Here's my personal question. Do you like anime or video games? That's a great question, Philip, because on Halloween night, I had never really got into anime, and we went to the theater to see Spirit Away. Are you familiar with the movie called Spirit yeah, Away? Yeah, Blew my mind. I was, like, the artwork was incredible. The story was the hero's journey, it, it, and I, I was really moved by that i just got goosebumps on my whole body just talking about it and that was really my first experience with anime that's that's cool what about video games video games i'm not i i like to experience life so i have played tony hawk's pro skater i'm not very good i try to just do the tricks i can do in real life on the video game how um, about guitar hero what are you reading my mind that's the other one I play. I still have <laughs> I still have two of the old guitars in my living room right now. And about once a week, about once a week, I will turn it on and play Guitar Hero. Seriously, like how did you know that? Like I had, I had not said a word or let on. That that's crazy. That's the other thing that came into my mind. That's crazy. Honestly. Yep. Um. Um. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, what is your favorite music genre? Uh, I like it all, but uh, I'm a punk rocker. I, I, I like punk rock music. I've played in a few bands over the years on a couple of records, and I still like to put on some punk rock, drink some coffee, and handle it. That's one of the... One you of my you know the band Linkin Park? I love Linkin Park. I do enjoy Linkin Park. You know what's really great? That even though Linkin Park's band's been separated, Mike Shinoda from the band still does music. Yeah, yeah. The Linkin Park is actually... I might, they're on my, pot, or my Pandora shuffle. And then when they do come on, I'll play their stuff on drums. I do enjoy Linkin Park. Yeah. I would like to thank you for speaking with me again, Gerald. I will pass this on to the next podcaster to have a few words with you. Before I go, I wanted to say, so you listen to a lot of podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. I guess there are some people that do a good job. And even if they don't appear in their podcast, they mention it. We did have a podcaster one day that we did give a shout out to. Cool. So, and I hope everyone else can do the same. Great way to end this little segment because as we help each other, it just helps the whole world as a whole. Great way. And thank you, Philip. Questions were awesome. I like being around you and talking to you. So thank you. you. You're welcome. Same.
This is me, Philip Peruski, signing off. Have a good day. Hi, girl. My name is Evan. I have a few questions. Do you like to play games? Uh, video games or like real, like outside kind of games? Outside games. Love them. I enjoy throwing a football around, throwing a baseball around, shooting baskets. I enjoy them all. So, yes, I do. How about you? Do you? I like to play jump rope. Have you ever done that before? What? Which game? Jump rope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm not very good anymore. My hips get a little sore, but I do. Do you, do you like to eat food? No. And I, I'm just being honest. I never have an appetite, so I only eat because I have to. If I don't eat, I, I won't. What, what are your favorite foods to eat? Oh, that's an easy one. I love Mexican food. I could eat Mexican food every day. How about you? What's your my favorite fa food? My favorite cereal is Cocoa Pop. <laughs> What's your favorite cereal? My, uh, my favorite? I'm going to go with Cinnamon Toast Crunch. So delicious. I also like to eat cheese. My favorite is string cheese. Do you have a favorite cheese? I don't know how many people are going to listen to this, but uh, who are going to hear this, and I'm going to hear about it later. But I like craft slices. Good. Thank you for talking with me today. Thank you. And I, I look forward to the next time we get to be around each other. Me too. And I like your glasses. I think we have the same glasses. Yes. <laughs> Welcome back, listeners. This is Lightning Queen, a.k.a. here with Girl Valley for mixing it with Mr. Yeah, thanks for having me, Hunter. Hey, girl, how are you today? I'm doing really good so far. How about you? Yeah, I like to be called number 95 McQueen. Do you have a favorite nickname that you like us to call you? Well, my name is Gerald, and it's not a very common name. So through my whole life, it has been butchered. I've been called Gerald, Gerard, Garrett, you name it. And so most people call me G. Just the letter G, and that works out pretty good. We know that skateboarding is pretty dangerous. Do you ever get hurt while skateboarding? Skateboarding is definitely a contact sport. And there does uh, come a time when you get bumps and bruises and different things. And before we came on the air, I was sharing some stories uh, about uh, past injuries. But, you know, it happens uh, for me. I look at them as a reminder of how much fun I was having <laughs> getting there. But I encourage everybody to definitely wear your safety equipment, helmet, knee pads, elbow pads, just because you want to do it as long as you can. And if you keep getting hurt, you won't be able to do it that long so I try to eliminate as many of the injuries as possible what inspired you to become a motivational speaker that's a good question that's a very good question hunter I think you know we we go through things in life and we find ways to overcome challenges and at a certain point in my life I wanted to share some of those things that I use to get over those hurdles with other people and I started sharing on stages and writing about it and through social media, sharing those, just trying to help each other out, you know? I think that was the main motivation for me to get on stage. And do you collect skateboards or any other memorabilia? 
surprisingly, I had a stack of skateboards in my basement that were collecting dust, and I just hung up skateboards on the wall in my back room for the first time in my life. I hung skateboards up on the wall, and they're all skateboards that either I did the graphics for or they have my name on them. So that's one collection. Other stuff, I have a pretty big collection of Buddha statues. I like Buddha, and so I have a bunch of Buddha statues. <laughs> I should post up pictures of that back room because it is like a trophy room now. At first, it made me feel a little weird walking into a room like that, but after a little while, I look at those things hanging on the wall as representations of the hard work that I put in. And so that helped me get a little bit more comfortable back there. What advice you would give to someone who is interested in skateboarding? Another great question. Be patient, be careful. And I say be careful because I started skateboarding when I was 11 in 1983. And I fell in love with it and I never stopped for 40 years now. And so it's going to be something that might be with you the rest of your life. So be a little careful. And, and, you know, one of the greatest things about skateboarding is there is no right or wrong way to do it. There is no uniform. There's no coach. It's the way you express yourself. And remember that. You can find a skateboard with a picture on it that you love, with the wheels, the color you love, with, the, you know, the trucks or axles, the way you want them. And I think that's one of the coolest things. There is no right or wrong way to, to ride a skateboard. I have an interesting bonus question for you. Does Tony Hawk ever appear on the show Yoga Gabba? One of my other friends was on that show. I did have another friend on that show, Jay Navarro, from a band called Jay Navarro and the Traders. Um, but I'm going to guess, yes, Tony Hawk was on Yo Gabba Gabba before. Am I right? Yes. <laughs> and do you also know that I play drums, too? Really? And other percussion instruments. So what, what got you started playing percussion instruments? I was practicing a lot. I started playing in a band a church called Bless Hope Christian. Cool. With my grandfather. That's very cool. What is your favorite movie? Favorite movie. Well, since we're in, in the holiday times, uh, I'll, I'll give three in their holiday movies. I love its uh, Christmas story. I have a leg lamp in my window at home. I really do. It's a mini one, but I have a Christmas story. Uh, I love It's a Wonderful Life, which is a classic. Like that, Those are two that I really enjoy. And I had a third one for a second, but it slips my mind as far as holiday movies. But those two, Christmas Story and Wonderful Life, are, are, I have to watch them at least once every year. My favorite movies are Farhouse Dog and an extremely goofy movie because there are skateboards in both of these oh. two movies. Very cool. Very cool. Are you ready for Christmas? Yes. My favorite train movie and favorite Christmas classic movie is a title song. And the book itself is called Polar Express. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's all books. <laughs> this is Lightning McQueen sign up. You tell can look like me. Ka-cha! What's up? My name is Dave. I like uh, draw to monsters. 
make uh, monsters with pipe cleaners. I put them in the closet around the school. In Mr. in and in Mr. Brower's room, I put them there because it comes to life at night in the movie. I also like uh like draw the china animals like a panda. Do you like to draw? It's a great question, David. I love to draw. I especially it, it sort of comes in waves for me so I'll there'll be a couple months when I'm drawing a ton and then maybe a couple months when I'm not but there's always a sketchbook and a box of pens sitting uh, near my couch and you're drawing so let me uh, you just handed me a drawing with uh, Simba and Scar very cool Scar is dead Scar is dead he's he's a bad animal he's oh. a bad lion I like the quality of the artwork and I, ha I do have to say, your pipe cleaner animals are incredible. They are truly incredible. You do very nice work. Do you like watching TV? I don't watch a ton of TV, but normally when I do, uh, I'm trying to learn, like through YouTube, by the people that I enjoy, their philosophies, or I'm learning something. I watch a lot of that. And, uh, and late at night, there's a lot of black screen with meditation music going. That's what you see on my TV. Thank you. Thanks, and goodbye. Ah, thank you very much, David. And I look forward to seeing more of your creativity because those, those pipe cleaner animals are really... The last time I was here, I was like, those are incredible. And I didn't know you did them. Mm -hmm. I was just like, wow. And, and it's super cool to actually meet you the person behind uh, that kind of talent because you're doing a great job and thanks for the drawing by the way that'll go on my fridge when I get cool. home thank you hey girl how are you doing today it's been s super good so far really enjoying uh, the show and our, my time here at Mixter how about you how are you doing I'm doing good what is the toughest skateboarding trick that you have ever done honestly I'm gonna go all the way back there's a term called dropping in and if you've ever watched the X Games, you've seen the half pipe, the U-shaped ramp. And when they start, any of the riders, when they start, they put the, their board over the edge of the ramp and lean in. It's so scary. And when you're first learning that, there's nothing else in the world that you can do to prep for that. It's such a unique thing of a weight shift and the momentum, and it's terrifying. And you're going to fall down. And I might even get emotional here because if you're ever at a skateboard park and you see somebody dropping in is what that's called. When you see somebody dropping in for the first time, doesn't matter if it's a 10-year-old, a 40-year-old, a boy, a girl, it doesn't matter who it is. When they actually do that successful, everybody in that park will cheer for them. Every time, 100% of the time, everybody will cheer because they know how scary that, that actually is. So, you know what? I, it just, I just came up with the realization. I bet you if you ask most skateboarders who skate ramps, they might say the exact same thing because that first time dropping in is terrifying. Cool. Can you tell us about the first time that you had to talk in front of a group of people? How did you feel and how did you overcome any of the fears that you may have had? The first time I remember talking to a group of people was in college. And I took a speech class because I was terrified of giving speeches. The way I overcame it is I sort of made a joke out of it. I did a whole speech on laughter, but I gave the whole speech in a monotone voice like Eeyore from Winnie the Pooh. Because I was so nervous, 
it was my defense coping mechanism at that time that I would just give the speech in an Eeyore voice. This is really funny, isn't it? And it made it even funnier. So it worked out. So I made like a little game out of it. And that helped me get past that initial fear. And then I just kept doing it. I kept doing it and, and putting myself out there. And you have a new podcast you've been doing. Yes. I just encourage you to keep doing it. Even if you're nervous, keep doing it. And you'll find your rhythm, your comfort, your voice, so to speak. Um, and I commend you for doing what you're doing. It takes a lot of courage. And um, I'm very proud of you. Thanks. I have a new podcast of my own called Lost Films with Thursday Adams. I talk about films that were never made, and you can find that on Spotify. Take a listen and follow my page if you like what you hear. Do you have any questions for me today? How did you come up with the idea for your podcast? What movies that were never made? How did you come up with that idea? Um, I just uh, wanted to do uh, my own uh, segment, and I... I take interest in like researching films that were going to happen, but didn't. Well, I think keep doing that because I think there's a lot of people that will find that very, very interesting because I'm sure there are others out there who are going, why didn't they ever make this movie? And you're talking about it. So keep doing that. You have an audience. Thanks. Thank you for talking with me today. This is Thursday Adams passing the mic to Rachel. Let me say thank you once again. Uh, Thursday for doing and thanks for running the board because for all you out in listener world Thursday's been running the board for all the other guests so thank you very much you're welcome hi guild my name is Rachel thank you for listeners for tuning in today we hope you enjoyed this episode of mixing up with mixer an autism podcast remember to subscribe to our channel for updates and also be the energy you want to attract. Have a great day. I just want to thank everybody. I, you know, I, I probably said this last time too. One of these days we're going to get video because Rachel's style right now, you guys, I know you're in listener world. She has a beautiful hat on, Rudolph underarm. And the best is, I, I can't quite see, but I think it's a Jason Voorhees t-shirt. She yeah. has rad style. Same with, I mean, Thursday. Like, the video, I, I'm trying to give you guys some, some what it looks like to be sitting here in this awesome studio because it has been an incredible day, and I can't thank you enough, uh, everybody, for the, the questions and, and just the, the energy is real good here, and I can't wait to come back again. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.